When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hot D, the officially unofficial podcast for House of the Dragon on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. Today we're talking season one, episode eight, The Lord of the Tides. Uh, this is the instant take. Aaron, we just watched the episode. What'd you think? I thought this was an incredible episode. I am just blown away by how much better this is than it reads on the page. You know, like, uh, and, and, just how much everything is working so much better. Like I know I, there's going to be another, there's another big time jump to this, this, this week. And I think people are going to, you know, if you were kind of on the ropes with the time jumps, like I don't think this helps you add any because it's another sizable, I don't know, three to five ish year time jump. But like, man, it just, everything works so much better with everything that's come before. Like they really sell that moment where Viserys almost did it. He almost just with the sheer force of his will and the love of his family kind of got past it. At least I thought he really touched Alicent and Rhaenyra um, and, and, and made something happen here. And that I think that only really works with their deep background where it's like maybe at some points at a certain point in time, they can be recalled like, Jesus Christ, how did it ever get to this, this far? You know, if you don't have auto give auto time to run over there and say his bullshit and everybody else, like it's like he almost, he almost did it. And I thought the serious, I've liked the serious this whole season, but I thought he was fucking heroic in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like it was filmed and shot. Like, Boromir taking all those broom shafts to the chest like he's yeah. do he's he's sacrificing himself to to save people he loves mm-hmm. um and I felt all that I was genuinely moved that him thinking that he had saved his family like you know like when he sags to his seat and he's just so happy to see the thing that he's always wanted to see all these years come to pass uh I, I thought it was great it just it just really worked for me uh start to start to finish uh what about you yeah I I agree. Um, I do think this has the potential to be a divisive episode because I think a lot of people are on the fence both with time jumps, but also with some of the pacing of this show. You know, everybody sees like an episode where there aren't dragons flying around and and no fire is shot and there aren't battles and things like that. And there's a potential to see this as a slow episode, but I was riveted the entire time uh, just from the both... Stakes for the realm, but also the personal stakes, uh, the emotional stakes um, that we had in all of this. I mean, even scenes as simple as Rhaenyra coming to Rhaenys and and pleading with her to, you know, do do what she views as the right thing here to and then offering, you know, deals that she's not sure she's going to take. And it, it's so good. And, and it's so all those moments are so subtle. 
and it, it doesn't have to be like over the top. I mean, there's there's one of Viserys, you know, climbing Mount Iron Throne there uh, to sit <laughs> yeah. on it, but everything else is just so mundane seeming. But the stakes are so high on all this stuff that it just the tension is off the charts, and I loved it every second of it. And that's the thing. It's like, yes, the pacing, but like, you know, this is the calm before the storm, I think. Mm -hmm. And the tension that they're building, like when Damon steps to Aemon, um, when Damon reminds us that he's still a badass, like he bisected Damon's head and left the tongue, I think, deliberately just to show how badass he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you see how much genuinely genuine enmity are between these boys at this point, um, you're like, like it's it's just ratcheting up the tension so that when these this dam finally breaks, it's going to be, you know, that much more interesting. Um, Yeah, I'm not buying some of it. I I I, I don't know. You see this as like I guess a, a moment where you could see through all of the fog of like the the historical drama in this family in the air business uh-huh. and what the realm wants and all that stuff you could see a path out of it if this family just came together a little bit more uh-huh. i think you're right but to me i'm i'm always in the back of my mind and maybe this is you know what ultimately dooms that whole potential I, i'm always thinking allison is being way too kind way too gentle way too different from how she was before i'm not buying it and the thing that really throws me for a loop here and like throws all the other stuff with like Rhaenyra and and the coming together it to the wind for me is this scene with Diana where she gives Mm. her a sack of gold and has her drink some tea that I don't think is moon tea I don't think that's preventative maintenance for uh for Diana there I think that's Diana's final drink we might never see Diana again yeah. That's my Seems guess. Like she's gone missing from the Red Keep. Yeah. After that fucking speech she gave about, you know, essentially hashtag believe all serving girls. And then, right. by the way, I'm the only one. And like it's, like I said, you know, I, I think uh, <laughs> I think people declaring themselves IRL to be greens and blacks kind of maybe slow your roll and, and give it a few <laughs> more weeks before you want to declare oh, just yeah. allegiances or or that you want to declare allegiance to, to anyone that's that's still alive mm-hmm. that can disappoint you and hurt you because who boy. But yeah, you, you, you wonder. I think you're supposed to wonder that. And, and I and like uh, from the book's perspective, um, like when they talk about a scene kind of like the the the, the scene kind of like this, I think you get the idea that um, they 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 were doing an act, a deliberate act, you know, um, and uh, that that they were like false niceties and platitudes, and you know, just to, to placate the king and make him happy. And I thought that it was a smart choice to kind of make us wonder. Like, maybe he did. And maybe if things could just stay here for a minute or two, maybe if mm-hmm. he could, if, 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 if uh, Viserys could keep breathing for a few more uh, years, um, I mean, that, my that God, things Otto would be Hightower okay. smiled. If you got, yeah, if, if, <laughs> if Otto would just like fucking be cool for one minute. But, you know, of course, mm-hmm. that's, that's, you know, so, but I, I thought it's, it's interesting that the show kind of like made me think that like maybe, you know, it could have mm-hmm. gone down this way. Uh, but it plays beautifully both ways that like, you know, that the maybe yeah. the 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 daughter and the wife are going to love the man enough to like, OK, well, let's give him his. But I think you're supposed to also like going back to the poison. Um, mm-hmm. 
aren't you supposed to at least suspect what the hell they're putting in his cup? Yeah, when Damon smells it early on, I'm like, and it's what, like what is he smelling? Is he smelling something mm-hmm. he recognizes as milk of the poppy? And maybe like milk of the poppy, like this or, is a lot of the milk of the poppy, or maybe it's too much. But you know, uh, and or it could be something more. And I think that the episode shows a lot of restraint too, and that's what makes it so good. Is because I desperately through this episode wanted to see a scene with Alicent and Laris. I'm like, yeah, that will help me calibrate on Allison if I can just see how she's interacting with Laris these days and you're not going to see it at least this episode yeah they don't show it to us and I think that's smart of them Um, they give us uh, shit Masseria that's her name Masseria the other skulky doer of uh, ill deeds yeah Uh uh-huh and I'm thinking okay is she getting in on this somehow is like maybe Allison isn't poisoning him but maybe she snuck her spies in. I I don't know. I don't know. And so, but they it's only like show her right, and she seems like she might be in a far off land. Yeah. Uh, maybe just getting messages about things, and we don't really know what role she's playing. And they're pretty good with the restraint yeah. there too. Yeah, but uh, I, just, I just keep going back to like because I, I I think it plays no matter how much you know about the book or how little you know about the book because I felt like that dinner scene plays like, okay, the adults might be just letting the old man have his last or it could be that maybe they are genuinely deciding that this is crazy. But the kids, you know, it's like if what if Jace doesn't yeah. dance with Helena? What if Damon, what if uh, Egan doesn't, you know, talk at Jace's betrothed? What if the boys all collectively don't try to serve up Eamon the Pink Dread mm-hmm. and wound his pride one more time and make him stand up and, and call them all strong? Which is, again, that's like, fuck, I was waiting for that that line, too, to come out of his mouth. Of my, oh. my these, these very strong boys. Yeah. Oh, right. You know, uh, it's like, but that's that that fucks it all up. Yeah. Let me ask you this with with the the pink dread stuff. So last episode we saw Amond mount Vagar and start mm-hmm. riding Vagar. Is Vagar yep. dead at this point? Has Vagar no. passed? No, uh, no. Why would this pink dread thing score at all then? I think they're just fucking like they literally like asked the servants as a special thing to to, to serve him this roast pig just as kind of like. I, I, and I don't think that they meant it to be like a real venomous slight. It's more of like, ha ha, look at what we did when we were kids. Okay, well, but look Eamon, at him. You think that guy's going to take a joke? Are you kidding this me? This guy looks like punished solid snake. And he's going <laughs> to like, you know, he's 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 going to like, yeah, yeah, appreciate your bullying of him. What, no. OK, let me ask you this. Did Matt Smith watch like all of the fucking Witcher between the last season and this or the last episode of this episode? Because he is fucking biting nice. Superman. Hmm, or, hmm. Like that's like <laughs> and which I love it. I love it. But it's it's very yeah. witchery. It's very witchery. And I noticed that Eamon was doing the same shit, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, Eamon, my God, I I, I was. So it was really interesting to see him actually toast because I'm. In my no, in my head, I'm thinking the entire time as everybody's going around the table toasting. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to see what Eamon toasts to because that guy looks so fucked up. He stood, he stood up conspicuously and like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And then when he does actually toast to like lack of strength, I guess is what he's toasting to. Uh, it, I, I guess it was appropriate, but yeah, I had no idea what he would toast to. But that was a great scene. Holy shit. 
Yeah, I love that that guy looks like a cross between like a lazy town villain and Crispin Glover. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Eamon is just I a weird it. dude. He's a deeply weird dude. And um, they couldn't have got a, a more pursed, pursed lip douchebag looking guy to play him. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm sure th- but, the guy, I'm not saying anything against the actor here, but like the way he's portraying him it is just like the shittiest it's going to be another Joffrey situation, honestly. I'm going to hate this guy just as much as but I hate But he's smart, Joffrey. and he's determined, and he's got that's some like legitimate thing. skills. Because that's the other thing. It's like in, 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 if you're asking like who's got who in the coming war, there's like this paper, rock, scissors, where we know that uh, Sir, Sir Kristen Cole is capable of beating Damon. Uh-huh. Uh, Eamon is capable of beating Cole. Mm-hmm. Could Damon beat Eamon? Because, like, man, when he, like, when Eamon clearly was going to, like, handle Jace and Luke probably both at the same time, because he's just very skilled at the play. Um, mm-hmm. when, and when him and, like, da- uh, uh, when Damon got up and was like, no, uh-uh, boy, sit down. Uh, I want to take your dome off like I did Uncle Vaymond. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, like, I, I was just like, holy shit, this is going to be fucking cool. Um, they, they, they really are doing a good job of making that, like, man, who, who would win in that uh, scenario? Who would win if they're fighting? Who would win if they're dragon fighting? Who would win if they're commanding an army? Like this who is the tension if they're that they're dirty. Like, yeah, because Damon Damon doesn't fight fair. I've not. I don't think no. I've seen Damon fight fair. Right, and Damon got a, fa- a fistful of pocket sand in his last combat, so he should know to expect the dirty <laughs> tricks and maybe dish them out uh-huh. himself. It's fucking cool. Like the, all is. this stuff is keeps layering on, and and I just think that yeah, every hour of ep, uh, of television we've got is make us make us uh, this this much more interested and intrigued by the the you know the stakes. And yeah, I, like I said, I see it in real life people taking sides of the greens and the blacks. It, I, I I've never quite seen this kind of energy in a fan base before. It's like Super all Bowl right. energy between divi- like like hated divisional rivals. Uh, I guess yeah. conference rivals. You'd have to to, to, to be uh, 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 intra conference rivals to, to on the Super Bowl. But like, yeah, like there is like, it's like some, what Yankees versus they, Red Sox fans, or right? like Colts versus Patriots back. Well, they, they couldn't have a Super Bowl like that. I, I'm saying I, I'm struggling to think of like who are the the ones that just like keep. But that kind of like just like historical bat. They've in eight weeks. I feel like developed twenty years of rivalry between like sports teams and stuff. It's yeah. insane out there. It's insane. I fear for King's Landing on the night of the championship, you know? Yeah, I mean, we're going to flip over yellow cloak wagons and they're going to push over street signs and it's going to be a real bad. I don't recommend trying to flip a dragon. They get angry. They don't like that. Uh, Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what happens when you jump 20 years through through these people's lives. Right. And just show us like the most important moments. The, yeah. the, the points where like the relationship develops the most quickly. No, no. Steelers versus the Cowboys. Good. Matt Lakers versus Celtics. Exactly that kind of just like I fucking hate you energy and I loathe you. Like that's what the fan bases are bringing, but not for against a show for against elements inside a show. Yeah. Uh, I I can't be happier. This this is this is uh, this is awesome. And then. I'm I'm super interested to see what happens with Corliss because they tease through this whole episode like Corliss. It, 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 there's something is wrong he alive with him. Or is he dead? He might still live. Rainera or, or sorry, Rainus is making all of these decisions for him uh, as as 
I guess queen regent, not regent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's regent? what you call it. It's regent. Yeah, she's uh, the the. I guess that hand is technically ruling, but with the queen right there at the side of the throne, like it's definitely a high tower hmm. show. This is a kangaroo court. Oh no, I was thinking uh, Rainus. Like with Rainus oh. ruling over in Driftmark uh, and making all the decisions for Corliss, what is he going to say about the arrangement she's made with mm-hmm. Bela and uh, Lucerus when he gets back? If he gets back, well, I think he's in favor of all this. Like this is what he wanted. You know, like okay. like Rainus is being pretty leal as a wife and uh, a speaker yeah, of her husband's right. interest here. Um, I like the scene. What do you think of uh, Damon uh, securing three eggs out of Cyrax's clutch? I thought that was cool. Like just a, you know, like how fucking dangerous it is. He's going rock climbing, spelunking after these 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 dragon eggs. Yeah, I thought for a second he was pulling like a Laura Dern from Jurassic Park and just wanted to get his arm. Like this was dragon shit, and he just wanted to get his arms in it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, when he pulled the eggs out, I was like, oh wait, are these are these the three eggs? Yeah, the famous ones that go missing and then return in Game of Thrones. So there's a lot of interesting lore things um, to talk about that I'm not fully processed. There was a lot of things where they like said, you know, during uh, Jace's Valerian, where they're talking about Aegon cutting down trees. And I'm like, well, this is really fucking interesting. And they do a little bit more of the recitation of the song of Ice and Fire. But just just for clarity, we think that. I think, let me say that, I think that Viserys mistook Alicent for Rhaenyra, which he had been making yes. the opposite mistakes. Mm-hmm. Do you think, does, did Alicent know that? Or does think she so. think that she has just got a divine mandate from the king? I okay, think so Allison, she knows. She has to know, right? This is a Jacob Esau where she's kind of sliding in and and using her the, the patriarch's confusion to kind of steal a birthright situation. And I don't know if hearing that and realizing that, oh, he made Rhaenyra heir because he thinks there's some divine purpose to it. If that's going to soften her toward Rhaenyra, if that's going to make Rhaenyra more sympathetic to her, or if she's going to just get angry that she's like, the Viserys was delusional or, or something like that, right? Right, because she thinks this is, you probably think this is all heathen bullshit, right? Do you think she takes probably. Helena seriously or these dragon dreams seriously? Or does I she can't tell yet. The, I can tell that she's very into the seven, but the face I would of the like seven, to know like, how she reconciles the Targaryenness of everything with this her faith yeah. in the seven. Because I kind of get the feeling that you're right that she's hearing this and horrified, like, oh my god, this is all about this pagan dragon bullshit. Oh my right. god, yeah. Oh it, my it's god. like if suddenly on uh, deathbed you found out. Your parents were giving away your inheritance to like Scientology, right? It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, what, would what that feel the like? fuck? <laughs> yeah. What would that feel like to have a parent try to disinherit you in favor of religion? I don't know. Man. I, don't I, don't know. know. I couldn't it's speculate. Um, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another thing. Did you? Mm-hmm. What did you think about the twin Kingsguard? We got Eric and Eric. This Wait. is like one of those blink if you missed it. There's identical twin Kingsguards practicing with each other in the uh, fighting field. And Queen have... Alicent uh, says, she says, hey, uh, you know, how are you doing this morning, Sir er- Eric? And he goes, I'm Sir Eric. All right. I can't tell you. They're establishing that there's two Kingsguard that are identical twins. What are we how doing? How fun. What the how fuck fun? are we doing? This, how talk fun about the that? seed being strong. It's making duplicates everywhere. What about these <laughs> Lannister boys? 
Yeah, n- n- nobody's got nobody's got seed like Sir Xerox. Uh, <laughs> he's got Eric and Eric Xerox, uh, and they're they're clones of each other. No, I think that's uh, that's shit. that's that that's cool. That's cool. It's a blink if you miss it. But they're setting up uh, these these guys that uh, are yeah control C control V's of each other, and they're in the Kingsguard. Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm gonna lose it, man. I I can't. I can't deal. With, and the fact that Amon and Damon are just anagrams of each other. What the fuck? <laughs> What are we doing? There was a point where you had Raina, Rhaenyra, Rhaenys, and like I thought maybe the actors would be like, "This is crazy shit," right? You know, uh-huh. like yeah. We're getting geared up for the sixth annual Summer Badass Fest, and while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy. We've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints, except it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre, We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was, and those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim, order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar, then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. Um, there's a couple points where I know a lot of people haven't been sold on Emma Darcy, but I thought that they really channeled Millie Alcock. Like there's a couple scenes where she was frustrated and kind of put on her back foot and uh, also calling some bullshit where it's like, I felt like, holy fuck, this is so clearly the exact same character. I don't mm. know if that's still a popular, like, I don't know if that, I'm really interested to hear what David Chin has to say, because I know he is one of the big, you know, grumpy Gus's when it comes to the time jumps and kind of like feeling a little bit adrift. But man, I thought they did such a great job of nailing the continuity of the character. Um, mm-hmm. In a way that it still doesn't feel uh, as much as I like Olivia uh, Cook. Uh, I, I, she is such more of a, a harsh, shrewish character. Like, like her, Rainier has essentially stayed the same person, but, but, but Allison really went through a transformation 
you know yeah i, I I'm think you can, it's, it's easy too, though it's easy to see like you know the decade the, you know it's, it's easy to do the math on that and see it but like uh-huh. she did have a trans she transformed unlike rhaenyra who essentially stayed the same but i thought it i well, think rhaenyra was living easy breezy carefree life yeah, right pretty Alice was living under overall, the threat yeah. of murder of her children so uh yeah, yeah totally 100%. i yeah, I, I don't know. That that stuff is really good. I have been having whiplash with Allison these last couple episodes because boy, I didn't like her last episode. Yeah. And I see I see a path out of that darkness for her here, and she's playing it up. She's yeah. acting like she's gonna come back from the brink, but I don't know. I'm still side eyeing her. But she was she was winning me back over this episode. Um yeah, I thought that was really good. Oh, we also got confirmation on at least Rainus got the message loud and clear that you murdered my son, you sons of bitches. And yeah. I was wondering, it's like, is is Rhaenyra going to offer her like, OK, if you back my play, I'll let you see your son. Oh, I'm like, no, boy. there's no fucking way you can do that. Right. Right. No. I mean, you can't even make that offer. You You let it out that he's not actually dead and. I mean, you, you, you lose her, right? Like you lose yeah. Rainier, Rainus there. I think so. Um, and I just again, the, the, the talking about. I, I've always been pretty high on Viserys. He's always been a little bit of a goof, but you know that scene where he's like, you know, what if I if was tested? Um, and him like dragging his like, you know, if going from like I don't want the milk of the poppy, I want supper, I want this thing, and him climbing the steps. When and and his like you know having some real iron in his voice, it's like I I I'm, yeah. I must admit my confusion. Pardon the doddering old fuck, but how are we having a petition about settled matters? And yeah, uh, that impressed me because like half of his head is gone, but not the part that contains his mind because he's still very right. sharp. He's still very sharp. He gets things confused because I think he's going blind and all this other stuff. But like his mind does. And like when Rhaenyra came to him and again, he was all clouded the milk of poppy. But she said, Dad, essentially, if we're supposed to unite the realm and I was so important, then don't you think you should at least fight for me? And like through the haze that penetrated. And he's like, fuck, Mm -hmm. yeah, I've got to. And I love like he's like shooing the King's Guard away. I like I even though I've read the book and I, I it would be a pretty big deviation for something like this to happen. I was so scared that he's going to trip and just impale himself on swords. <laughs> Me too. Or the Allison was going to do a, Oh, my Lord husband. How can you? Oh, shit. And push him into the swords or something. And like this, like, oh, my God, shit, shit could get crazy. Right. Uh-huh. But like. But when like he's like shooting and he goes away to shoot like with some real anger at this King's Guard. And he realizes his brother. I fucking it got me, man. Like, yeah, this is what all good. this shit, the, the back and forth about them has been about. And Damon, Damon putting the crown back on his head. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's so it's good. good stuff. It's so good. It's so good. You know, I guess and, this means I'm on Team Black that this is working for me. Is yeah. This I, why so far, is this why I'm sure. getting so much venom for you greens? I just think it's I look, I'm not saying Viserys is right. I just think it's an act of bravery and courage and love what he's trying to do for his family here. You know, it's like I, it's not because I think the Rainier is awesome and she should be queen. I just think it's like hella good drama. And it it, it, it got me this poor old man, this poor deluded old man. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's really good. This this Damon stuff. I'm just like, man, is this going to be what it takes to finally bring them back together? But then at the end of this episode, I, I have to ask you. I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. Do you think Viserys 
is still alive. I have to say mildly interesting, right? Because who knows? He might, uh, he, the maesters, because the thing is, that I, I think they hinted that Rhaenyra was asking about new maesters, like maybe like questioning about like what kind of care he's. So, you know, like uh, it's, it's, we've seen him have miraculous resurrections before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's not that old. That's the thing. It's like, he's only a few years older than Matt Smith's character who looks like, a, you know, like the image of Aegon the fucking conqueror. It must be said. Like I've yeah. always thought his wig didn't look that bad, but like fucking Matt Damon looks like a Giga Chad in this episode. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, I read the uh, end of this episode is he's dead, but we'll see. I mean, when he's when the, 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 he's taking these la- these 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 rattled breaths, and she's just giving him uh, a big shot of the poppy, and who knows what else. Um, and he's saying no more, no more, and then fade to black, my love. I feel like he's mm-hmm. got he's this is this is uh, Sanford and Sons. He's uh, Fred's going to Elizabeth. You know, sure. but for real this time, this isn't a fake. Like he's yeah, that's that's what I think I got out of that scene. But but honestly, I, I also thought, I thought that when he collapsed at the wedding, when, dude, when he collapsed, twice. I thought the exact same thing. I thought that they were going to. I thought that at that point, it's like because I was still always wondering, it's like, are you guys going to like speed run mm-hmm. through this family strife? Because uh, I worried about like on the book, it's not that particularly interesting. It's very petty. You know, some of it is just like, you know, not that great, but like the way they are weaving this narrative, which is incredibly faithful to the book, but yet so much better, so Mm -hmm. much better in terms of like, you know, hot gossip and great, better motivations and just like, fuck, you know, like I want to see this person dead or I want to see this person kill this other person. Like they are just really nailing that. Whereas like I remember reading Fire and Blood and that's part of like, man, I just. I'm halfway through the dance and I still don't know who, what team I'm on. Like who, who fuck all these people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely, definitely have, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I thought, I thought Viserys was a cool guy mm-hmm. and, uh, could have been a good King and it just had some bad breaks, sad, bad breaks and hit the advice he had, um, in the genetics and the fact that the, him and his wife just couldn't make heirs happen. Like he just, 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 uh, just didn't have a chance. Didn't have a chance. He was never going to be an egg on the conqueror, but he could have been, he could have been somebody like Jaharis. I think he just, just never, never could quite get it together. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm overselling his shares because he was such a fucking badass. Like I said, like it, they, they, they filmed him taking those steps like Jon Snow standing against the cavalry charge of the fucking, uh, Boltons, right? Mm-hmm. Like is every bit of like, this is one man standing against impossible odds. And I, I think that's, I think that was cool. Yeah, I did too. <sighs> Golly, uh, I suppose. Uh, do you have anything? I, I, just reminding everybody, if you're watching us live in the, in the audience, uh, feel free to uh, put stuff in chat. That's uh, we're harvesting uh, questions, comments, concerns, uh, theories as as you type them uh, for us to be considered in the instant talk that we're just about to get to. Do you have any other things you want to talk about? I do not. I guess one other thing I couldn't help but hear Helena mutter another prophecy about beware the beast beneath the boards. Oh, right. I don't know if that was Aegon's boner underneath the, the table. And she was wondering, war, war, uh, warning the next servant girl from beyond the gray or what. But like, I, that's, uh, she keeps saying super interesting stuff, man. Yeah. I don't know how that factors in, but I'll keep it in mind. 
Uh, all right. Uh, we are going to get to the instant talk portion. Uh, the instant take is now concluded. Uh, if you think it would be a cool idea to get these instant takes instantaneously, watch it as we record it live, and also be able to maybe cha- uh, chime in your two cents, uh, you might want to be a club member because you can do all those things through the club as well as get ad-free feeds on all of our podcast feeds. Go to support.baldmove.com and check out the Club Bald Move option. We'd love to have you join. Uh, hot D at baldmove.com is how you send in feedback. If you got some long, long form stuff, we're going to have a big, I'm sure a big, 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 lots of discussion this week. That episode will come out Thursday. Hot D at baldmove.com is how you send in feedback to that. Then you can follow along our release schedule and stay up to uh, date with everything we're doing here at Bald Move at twitter.com slash baldmove.